All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me again. My name is Diego Ochoa. I am the superintendent of the San Mateo Foster City School District, and I'm here with the One SMFC podcast. This is a podcast where we bring together employees of the school district, teachers, staff, parents, community members, and even students to talk about the San Mateo Foster City School District and what we do, what makes us special, what makes us unique, what we're proud about. And I'm here joined by a very special guest that I'm going to allow <laughs> to introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Maria Valencia Dimate. Mrs. Dimate, you are currently the assistant principal at Bayside Academy, and we're recording this a couple of weeks before <laughs> we publish it. <laughs> but there's a big change afoot. Something yes. new is going to happen, and that is that we expect very soon for you to be named the principal of Bayside Academy. Give her a round of applause. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're excited for you, Mrs. DiMatteo. Talk a little bit about your journey um, to becoming a school principal. You um, had an experience in school here in San Mateo County. Talk a little bit about where you came from and how you got your start in San Mateo County. Yes. So I was born in Mexico but um, came here at the age of six, and I was at, we, my family has always lived in San Mateo, and so they registered me at Laurel Elementary. Did not know any English whatsoever, um, but I have to say it was the best school experience ever because my teacher, Mrs. Emerald, would be in the front, and she would have this glowing smile, and my classmates were so accepting, even though here is this girl that doesn't look like them, doesn't speak any English. Um, but I would copy and do whatever the teacher said or whatever I could. Um, then um, I was, because it was new to me being here, I also got sick a lot in the beginning, and I had to repeat the first grade. And I remember not, not talking to my parents about it. They would tell me that they were worried about that because they thought, oh, you know, she repeats, her classmates are going to make fun of her and all that. But no, my, my classmates went on to second grade. I stayed back in first, and um, nothing changed. Yeah. Everything, it was welcoming. Then from... And I, really, really, your teacher played a huge role in that. My teacher. Oh, my teacher, yes. If I can go back and thank her, and I've looked her up, I can't <laughs> find her, I would because my teacher, but it was everybody, really. It was my yeah. first grade teacher, but also our supervision, Mrs. R Mrs. Johnson, all my teachers. Yeah. It was just education. was just. It was a community. It was the it Laurel was, community that embraced you, that brought you in. Yes. That made you feel welcome. And I began to learn English. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly where and what grade it hit, but it <laughs> came to me. And then you walked up the hill. <laughs> then I walked up the hill and went to Abbott Middle School. Went to Abbott Middle School. Had a wonderful experience there again, yeah. amazing experience. Then we did move from where we were, but still in San Mateo. And so then instead of going to Hillsdale High School, I ended up, I had to go to San Mateo High School. Right. And then in San Mateo High School, you know, it was a little different because then I got to be with, um, classmates that were coming recently at my age now in high school to the country and the difference that they were experiencing with that. And I tried, I, I started a uh, La Raza club at yeah. the high school because I wanted to help them um, and just, you know, get, get the support that I had. Because to me that was so important, but it was a very different experience coming at the different ages. Um, and so then it was just like, okay, what can I do to help? What can I do? Because then by then, of course, I knew my English 
I was submersing myself in after-school activities, different clubs that some, you know, the kids that don't know the language would stay away from or don't know about them, so they wouldn't do all that school fun stuff that we, we do in high school. The extra activities. All the extracurricular activities. Yeah. So I was, I was trying to see how can, we, how can we bridge that so we all have that same experience. Um, and then I just decided, okay, you know what, I, I, I want to be a teacher. I had such a great experience. It was so one my education, and I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference for, for little ones, too. I want to start and just open doors. And that's when college came into the picture. And that's when college came into the picture. But, you know, it wasn't, I, I would have started younger if I could have, but also because I think, I, well, I don't even know, but I will just say I wasn't guided the right way. My parents didn't finish middle school. I think they only finished elementary. So really, and I'm the oldest of four, college is first for me. And so really it was on my own with my counselor. So I depended on adults to help me. And so my counselor at school said, you know, go apply to CSM, take one class for a semester. You're going to be fine. And that's the College of San Mateo. That's the College of San Mateo. Yeah. Thank you. And um, so I said, okay, well, this is an adult. Tell me how I should go with them through my education. I mean, this is the right way. Even though I had wonderful grades, I could have gone to a four-year college, but I learned that after. Yeah. I, right now, at this point, I'm just like, okay, I'm following what I'm being told and guided because I didn't know any better. So yeah. went to CSM, and I think my third year in, taking a class a semester. One of the guidance <laughs> counselors stepped in. She stepped in and said, <laughs> what are you doing? And I said, what do you mean I'm taking class? She's like, but why aren't you taking more? You're never going to leave CSM, College of San Mateo. So she, was, we, she was worried that you'd be there for 15 years. Yeah, or more. Yeah. <laughs> so we got that in place. We squared all that out. Yeah. And my parents, their, their, always their message was school first, school first. We yeah. will work. You go to school. Get, Be better than us, right? So with my counselor's help at CSM, we, I went ahead and enrolled at San Francisco State. That's when I knew I was going to be coming to do my teaching credential and took courses for that, got my BA, applied for the credential. Then other counselors saw that I only applied for the CLAD, the regular certification English, and he called me in and said, are you bilingual? Do you speak Spanish? Do you write it? I said, yes, of course. And he says, then why aren't we applying for the bilingual credential? Which, that, which in education we call the the B clad. The B clad, yes. Yeah. I said, oh, I said, okay. How could I do that? I said, well, this is what you do through your courses, and so I did it. And because of the wonderful connection that our district has with other colleges like Stanford and San Francisco State and San Jose State, because of that connection, I was able to come in as a student teacher to Fiesta Gardens because of my bilingualism. And that's a very common experience here where we have lots of student teachers that come in yes and then ultimately the idea is you know you figure out a way to bring them on as permanent teachers and that's that's what happened and that's what happened in my case yes and you 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 started off at fiesta gardens i started off at fiesta gardens and i taught second grade third grade and stayed there for well i was there for seven years but the first three years loved my job still love it to this day but i know i wanted to do more and did you cross paths with our former superintendent, Dr. Rosas? I did. Yeah, she was your boss. <laughs> well, no, actually, it was Sheila Spieler. Okay. It was after after Dr. Rosas had oh, left. Oh, so she had left. She, she had left her. Gone already. on to the district office. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. she was the principal. But there. she was the principal there. Yes, yes. And then at some point, when you're in your teaching career and you you have some experience that makes you want to become an administrator, talk about that decision. Well, you know, so just because I know what the wonderful 
education I had with my teachers and the love that I felt and then the hard work that they put in, I knew that I wanted to bring that to students. And, I, and being a teacher myself, I was like, I know I'm a great teacher and I wanna go ahead and give what I have to support other teachers so we can be the best and give our students the best education that they deserve. And I said, well, the only way I'm gonna do that is if I go into administration and then I can have more of a say in things and, and work together as a team for our kiddos. And that's what led me down this path. It's a, pur- it's a purpose-driven process. You just yeah. you, you want to achieve something, you want to get there, and you land at Bayside Academy with John yes. Cosmos, your current boss. Yes. Talk about what you've learned from John. Talk about what he's mentored you in, what, what you take away from being his assistant principal for the last six to seven years. Well, I learned a lot. I, you know, I admire him for just everything that he brings to the table, the communication, the, the, the community building that he has with the staff, the parents, the kids, our community, within ourselves, the personnel, everybody, district office, we are all a team. And so I've He's learned. He's a uniter. He's a uniter, exactly. And I'm a people person. I love people, I love children, and I'm like, you know, so I see his ways, and I, he's been a great mentor because that's what it is. It's all about the personality and the FaceTime and yeah. just the, the uniting of people. Yeah, paying attention to who yes. you're around, and, and he's a great leader there. He's coming yes. to the district office. Yes. But you also have a colleague there, yes. um, Mrs. Gurka. She's been the assistant principal with you yes. while you've been there. Talk about your relationship with her. So we, when I started there, I was uh, the community liaison for Bayside when it was just a middle school. And she was a teacher. Um, and so we always have worked well together because I would translate for teachers and all that. And then she um, became the dean. So then we worked really closely because with families, communication with families and student achievement, working together with that. And then she became the assistant principal. Elementary came along. And I thought, this is a great opportunity. I'm an elementary person. I'm going to pursue this. And we've worked great together. Same thing She um, with, the, with, the, with the community building, with the kids, the passion as well. She has the same drive that we have and that we all have. This is why we're in education. Um, and just working with her is just like working with family. It's marvelous. And it's, it's fun to work with people who are passionate about what they do. Yes. And that's, that's what you've all put together there. We also have a new assistant principal joining you there, Nelson Hunter. He's coming over from Audubon. He's been there for several years as, a, as an assistant principal. So you, you have a team that you're building. You have a team yes. that you're starting. And you've got a lot of parents there at Bayside. You've got over 800 kids who attend school there. Give them a message. Talk to them. This is your chance to, to speak directly to the parents. What message do you want to give parents at Bayside? So our parents, our families, as you know, you are all dear to all of us, each and every one of you. Those of you that I don't know, and I think it's not many because <laughs> you see me around, but please know that I'm still me. I'm Maria Valencia Di Matei. Um, I'm out and about. I'm here. And I want you to know that Bayside, as you know, we deeply, deeply care for our students we have a passion. We want we want them to learn. We want them to be successful. We want them to be successful in high school and college and on. And I will let you know just from my personal experience, I know 
how it is, you know, to come from almost nothing, work your way up, have parents behind you, and that's what we need. We're going to continue to team with you and work with you to instill that same passion to learn in our students because we all have that final end goal. We want successful, educated students, and we're going to continue with that. Even though we're losing Mr. Cosmos, but he'll be at the district office, we are going to continue our current game, and that is the education of your children. You know, just sitting across the table from you here in this recording studio, I feel the passion. I think you're <laughs> going to get there. I'm confident of it. I'm sure of it. It's been a real pleasure talking Thank to you. you. I'm happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you so and much. And congratulations to the Bayside Academy community. This is Diego Ochoa, Superintendent of the San Mateo Foster City School District, signing off on the one SMSC podcast.